This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. Managed before tampons. Like there's other shit you could use if you were in an emergency. Exactly. (laughs) There were very ingenious methods or whatever. They did call it on the rag for quite some time. (laughs) Like literally. For a reason. Literally you could use a washcloth. Wash tuck it. it in there. Yep. Tuck her in. Between uses. (laughs) It's not the best, but it it, would do the job. When in pinch. God. (laughs) 100 tampons. (laughs) Oh, it just proves how little men think about women yeah. or know or. No, I love that trend where <sighs> women were asking their boyfriends and husbands what the number, what, I mean, what the, uh, the lettering letter system. says means on tampons, R and S. They're like, oh, <laughs> regular. And- but regular is what it are means. You, are you it feeling is. super today? <laughs> I feel super. Well, if you're just joining us. Oh, this God. Oh, my shit. worst date. I did not know we were recording. <laughs> Uh-oh. Welcome. I'm Christina. I'm Keegan. I'm Cassie. We are feel talking weird. <laughs> about the fact that supposedly uh, NASA included 100 tampons for a woman. No, they asked Sally oh, Ride if it was enough. Yeah. <laughs> if 100 tampons were enough. <laughs> for a very short ride. How long was that? It was like... Not long enough to need a hundred. Not even seven close. days. It said seven, seven day mission. Days? A seven day mission. <laughs> a seven day mission, ma'am. Is she even on her period Thank you. at the time? <laughs> like, that, that should do. I, there's. Wow. I'm concerned about you if you go through a hundred tampons in one cycle. There you should not. You absolutely need to consult a medical professional if that. Do you have any blood left in your body? <laughs> you were definitely not okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you might have. You might want to put some blood transfusions also on that. Uh, <laughs> uh, on yeah. that. On that rocket ship. <laughs> um, you guys. So we have to talk about this. Twitter thread that has been posted a couple of times in our super secret, super fun, my worst date group on Facebook. This, I think, is the epitome of a bad date and the most common one. Yes. The, we don't share ones these. that we just, it's, it's so ridiculous. But it's so common. But it's and, so common. Yeah. yeah and I want to say as well, like the way that she prefaces this date. I think really speaks to like women's insecurities and the, the amount to which we've been gaslit yep. because she says the date left me feeling unsettled, but I couldn't figure out why at first he didn't do anything mm-hmm. horrid or cringeworthy. In fact, he was nice and polite to me and waitstaff and on time. But as the day wore on, my anxiety slowly and steadily rose. I found myself just worried. So the thing is, the bar is when the we go in, the bar is in hell. Like, because when we go... <laughs> Bar is in hell. <laughs> just so fucking just breezed right like, past that <laughs> statement. Like it was like such a normal thing to say. It truly, truly the is. The bar is in hell. Because for her to say, I don't know why I felt unsettled and then proceed oh. to talk about this man's opinions and behavior oh. on this date. 
And boy, his opinions. Oh, wow. honey, it's it's terrible. Was his name Connor Reed? <laughs> <laughs> Connor Mead. Yes. Mead. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we just oh. had to watch and review for Patreon movies, The Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. And Oof. if you have not revisited that gem in a while, don't uh, don't, don't. <laughs> don't. Live, no. your, live your life don't. Bae. <laughs> yeah. just listen to our episode on mm. patreon you don't need to watch it it's please don't do that to yourself oh, yeah. i wouldn't even recommend watching it if it's on tv like mm-hmm. don't yeah, change, the channel. change the channel there's got to be something Crochet. better on. yeah oh yeah read a Bake book cookies okay. yeah something Honestly. pet your cat lord so Okay, so this guy, I I can't even go through every single thing that he, because not only does she have like, not only are there subjects, there's also like subsets of subjects. Like she's like, one, two, three, four, four A, four B. Because well, (laughs) the the big picture is that he talked the whole time. It doesn't sound like she got a word in edgewise. All yeah, no. This this guy had opinions. Yeah, he was going to force on her. I love this one. We are on the verge of total societal collapse. Total. And when the lights go out, the biggest problem will be that schools no longer teach cursive. So the population can't read the founding documents. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Uh, I'm sorry that the founding documents and all their texts are available online to read. But the lights have gone out, Christina. Oh, okay. Okay. Not not a single book has been written and printed in Times New Roman. Yes. (laughs) Now, now what? Now what are we gonna do? <laughs> oh, um, no. My, I, uh, the, just so you know, Keegan, I want you to understand that the black community is in shambles, <laughs> and there is no hope and nothing to celebrate. I asked several times for clarification, and yes, that is it. It's just hopeless. Look it up. The, I, look it up. Look, look it, it up, Keegan. Look it up. Google it. Look it up. Look. Don't it up. you know what hopeless means? Look it <laughs> up. Hopeless. Look, okay. Look I'm sorry. Up. I'm. I'm. I'm grabbing my jacket and my purse and I'm heading out the door at that point. And that's like the first thing he said. Listen, this is my favorite thing. When people come at you with a very strong quote unquote fact Mm -hmm. that is actually an opinion, (laughs) they give you no sources. They tell you, you look look it up. Yeah, you look it up. This is a fact. The burden of proof is on you, sir. Exactly. I said it with a very distinct voice. (laughs) Authoritative. finger so you look it up up. my favorite of course is number three which is just all caps feminism no clarification no look it up not about like what your stance is on it just feminism just look it up oh no my personal favorite is um the problem is there's too many single people Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it's not a problem for everyone just women (laughs) specifically women over 50 Mm. while a man Uh, could get married like this Women once they're over thirty and begin to realize no one wants them. Okay, um, sir, listen. Mm. Okay, not to toot my own horn over here, but like I could go outside and catch a dick anytime I wanted. We were just talking about romance scams earlier, and people literally losing hundreds and thousands of dollars, millions, millions for dick, for dick, and how worthless. Dick is no. Just dick is not. It's yeah. not a valuable thing. I yeah, mean, there's it's not been a commodity. Plenty of jokes and stuff about it, but I'm like, I was dating in my mid 30s. It was extremely easy to, to get, get dick for free. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not hard. Like that's the thing. Like why? 
I, I hate this notion, and I think this notion is is being put to bed that women depreciate that their value depreciates right. as yeah. they get older. It's not true. Women are always being sought after to yeah. the point where it's a problem. Yeah. Yes, yes. Please stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know um, what I mean. I think you're missing the point here, Keegan. And the fact is, is that he actually knows people over fifty. So, oh, uh, okay. and they're fi- quote finally learning. In fact, his sister is is over fifty, and uh-huh. she's finally learning. They're all on antidepressants in their houses with their cars and quote careers, but no man. I love the careers. Careers. Quotes. How fucking ridiculous! Yeah, the bar just really is in hell. Yeah, I can't believe. Career. I hey, can't believe but no she man, sat through this. No man and alone and now he does uh no man and they're alone and now he does welfare checks on his single women over 50. <laughs> he th- this guy is a fucking hero over here doing welfare checks. I mean, they they oh do know God. that like a lot of women are single by choice and extremely happy. Um, right. No, he goes on to say that women are actually communal and need other people. That's why there's so many of them are depressed once they hit 45 and are alone. Hey, hey, let me let you know something, sir. A lot of women are depressed in their 20s and 30s, too. Yeah, they are. <laughs> just tell you. And they have men. Hi, we're all depressed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, men, however, men, however, are so uh, so- solitary creatures who don't need people. Okay, so they well, can then be have alone fun by your happy. fucking self. Why are you on a date right now? Exactly. Like, why are you trying to find companionship if you're a solitary creature? You're not doing me any favors. Go live in no, your cave. No, I don't is. fucking He's need doing you her favors. Oh I will flip this fucking table. <laughs> yeah. The anger level from Keegan right now. I'm, I'm sorry, but just it's, no. I just it and does. I want to hold women, and I just want to be like, if I see one more <laughs> woman, oh, like lower up herself with, with this shit for this piece of shit man. The worst one, the one that I found the most offensive, and there's absolutely nothing funny about this. Somebody says this to you with a straight face, honestly, like just you can stand up and walk out. You don't have to say a single word after someone tells you that the system is rigged against men. Mm. More than 50% of domestic violence claims are fake. Domestic violence charges are a way for the state to make men keep paying. It's a financial racket. I want to stab this motherfucker in his just face. Get up and leave. That is the most disgusting opinion and offensive and, and, to say and out scary. loud and, and scary. scary. To to there is something not firing right with somebody who will boldly say this to a stranger. Yeah, on yeah. a first date. Yeah. Come like, on. There's something you need to get away from this person immediately. Immediately. There are topics that I think like are pretty common on on first dates. It's like your your basic like family sitch and like mm-hmm. what you do for your career. I don't think like domestic violence is mm. a very common no. area that we dive into. That's no. just that's a strange thing for your brain to trigger on and say on a first date that actually though just reminded me of a story that you had about a date in which you asked him what he did for a living <laughs> which again very common yeah and like, he what like do you do? Flipped, flipped out yeah oh my god They're like well never mind so bizarre like, never mind well, you know maybe yeah to let me know am i the asshole asking somebody about their their what job, for, what you do. One of most the most of your common life. things that people talk about when <laughs> trying when to you're break not the on ice. a date. I feel like that's so safe. Yeah, like, I feel like it's pretty safe. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. 
Yeah. No, I, I really, sorry, I got quiet for a minute because I really, I feel like my body has gone into like protection mode and it just shut down. For, You're like, like, I cannot. And it needed to reboot. It hit a hard reset <laughs> for like, we had to unplug her and plug her back in. 30 seconds. <laughs> Blue on the cartridge. (laughs) It was my inner, it was like my inner child being like, shh, shh, now. It's okay. You know, just rubbing my head. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh no. I, and again, I feel like women have been so gaslit for so long that we're just like, couldn't put my finger on what was wrong here. It's like everything. Everything Everything Everything. was wrong here. Can't find the right thing. No, this man is trash. And there are like, and I'm not. if this doesn't apply to you, let it fly. I know we have lots of male yeah, listeners. This exactly. is not like if it doesn't if it doesn't apply, let it fly. It's fine, you know. But I just it make this sort of thing makes me so furious. Like I'm, it breaks my brain yeah. that this is something that's common and that people feel so bold as to say it out loud to a woman. And it also makes me wonder: Do you even like women? Do you like no. women, or do you just like women's anatomy? Mm. Oh. do you like women because it doesn't sound like you like women and it yeah. sounds like a lot of the things that you say are to impress other men yeah and they have nothing to do with women actually yeah so what is it do you just like sleeping with women's anatomy or do you actually fucking like women oh it doesn't sound like you do well he likes to make sure that his women over 50 are yeah he does welfare che- welfare welfare che- checks they don't him. want you to come by <laughs> they're no, fine, they're fine. I'm, and I'm sure if his sister knew that that's what he's fucking telling chicks all over town, she'd Oof. have something. To, I know I would fucking have something to say if my brother was saying shit like uh-huh. that. You know? Ugh. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. yeah. Spicy. Yikes. Spicy, spicy, spicy. It does get worse. We don't yeah. have to go all the way through it. I mean, she left the date finally. Yeah, thank she God. did. She, yeah. Once he started citing his opinions um, with sources from... Free beer and hot wings.com. Right. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. Which about she was that like, one. you know, I went to college if not familiar with <laughs> as, as source material. <laughs> it was free beer and wings, hot wings.com. Who yeah. is for, getting a byline for, for a, free beer and wings for a paternity court episode? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh my God. Because, oh Jesus. Yeah. Wow. This guy has opinions. Yeah. And they're all shit. Yeah. All garbage. Yeah. Ooh. Opinions are like assholes. It's, he's one. It's <laughs> brutal out there, you guys. It's brutal out there. I, I feel like that meme where it's like all those like really disgusting fish and it's like fish <laughs> full of, sea is full of fish or whatever. Like, plenty plenty of fish, fish in the sea. sea. And, and it's they're like, all like. No, but they're all awful. The fish. And the fish. Like, <laughs> no, I just, I, I think to myself about like how long it it takes me to form a sentence sometimes that I try to be very considered and my opinions which are different from facts are pretty researched I try to and and are also malleable uh and and willing to change once new information Mm -hmm. as it should be I I feel like there is a misunderstanding in the world these days these days makes me feel where people are Thinking that opinions are facts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I just uh, did you know we're in the era up, of alternate facts? <laughs> look up the word opinion and really let that soak in. Look like, it up. There's a lot of opinions around us every day. Well, and there's also and a difference. Very different from facts. There's also a difference between an informed opinion and an uninformed opinion, yeah. right? Too like you like 
you can have an opinion that is informed and you should be able to articulate what right. has formed your opinion from a source that's not free, free beer, beer and hot, hot wings. wings. <laughs> <laughs> I wow. have to go check the site out now. <laughs> I need to see what else is on there. <laughs> I, I have concerns about it having politics on it at all. No. <laughs> like, I... You don't even want to pay for your I beer and hot wings. It's not like the New England Medical Journal. Honestly, I would Scientific rather. America right. and then free beer and hot wings. <laughs> right. I'll pay for my beer and hot wings. Thank you very much. I don't, oh, jeez. Well, <sighs> who should we fuck, Mary kill this week? I, I don't it's even a hard know. left turn, I feel like. We were talking about robots earlier, speaking about rebooting. Oh, yeah. That was a rather terrifying article to come across that there is a UK company that has created an extremely lifelike robot that the first thing he does is open his eyes and then gaze upon his human killing hands. Absolutely. Human killing hands. Honestly, you can see it in his eyes that he looks at the hands and he's like, Oh, no, 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 (laughs) no. People were retweeting this clip from this company like, well, uh, countdown uh, begins uh, 12 years (laughs) left, I think. Absolutely not. Like, I am just uh, we've discussed this before. Like, okay, sure. I'm I'm not a scientist. I don't know. You'll be right. surprised to know. I don't know what? like all the science behind artificial intelligence and stuff like that, but it makes me feel so deeply uncomfortable. I don't know. I saw like iRobot and 2001 A Space Odyssey at mm, way, way too, too young early. Same. to feel remotely comfortable right. with a human, a humanoid robot with artificial intelligence. I mean, we all grew up with like Terminator being in the zeitgeist. So, I mean, I feel yeah. like we kind of know what happens when we let Ex machina. There was one thing I saw a long time ago where I think it was like a Google thing. They had two computers set up that could communicate in, in English to mm-hmm. each other, but they were also like machine learning. Mm-hmm. And when they started talking to each other, they realized how English is very ineffective. So they have transcripts. <laughs> of the language that these two computers learned and they they made their own language so that they didn't weren't understood no, by the absolutely and, and they, fucking, they not. fucking unplugged uh-uh, it. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's conspiring and we can't understand what it's saying. Yes. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is leading nowhere good. I can't. I can't. It was uh-uh. frightening. Reading the transcript, it was like something out of a horror movie, honestly. It was I so scary. I hate all of that. I hate it. But with that said, I think that we should fuck, marry, kill robots from hot, movies. Hot robots. <laughs> Do you know who's the hottest robot? Michael Fassbender in Prometheus. In Prometheus. David. Oh. David. Oh. David. Hot but evil. Yes. In which movie? Prometheus. Prometheus. Oh, I don't saw it. Oh, man. Yeah, it's scary. I don't, I don't, yeah. But it's it's Michael Fassbender. I mean, I mean it's, it's Michael Fassbender. Is he a bad guy, though? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Who else? What I Google, have one. Google hot robots. I already Who got else one. We got. Well, I have one that's um, okay. So I have one that is questionable because there is a question on whether this person is a robot okay. or a replicant. Oh, yeah, Blade Runner, Rick yes. Deckard. So some people think that Rick Deckard actually is a replicant, even though he's hunting replicants. That's like his job, right? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah. you know, there's the confirmed replicant, which is. What's his name? The blonde guy. Oh, right. Roy? 
Roy? I forget what his name is. That's but there's also Sean Young, who is like legitimately like also the not most confirmed though, right? Gorgeous in that movie. That's a good one. I'll go with T two or Terminator, not T two. Although T two is better than better. the first one. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll go with uh, the Terminator. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. 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 Yeah. That's classic. Classic. Yeah. Who else we got on that list? So there's Gigolo Joe from AI, Jude Law. I don't know <laughs> that. Uh, there's C3PO. Oh. There's, let's see, Sunny from iRobot, which is the one that I always think of. Yeah. When right, I think right. of like humanoid robots in movies. Oh, right, right, right. There's, you've got the chick from that movie, Ex Machina. You've that, got yeah, Ex yeah. Machina. You've got the Fembots. From uh, Austin awesome yes. Powers. From Austin awesome <laughs> Powers. Hilarious. Gigolo Joe actually is a good one too because I, I honestly think that... That's that, the iRobot one? There's the Westworld robots too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's hot. what's her name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Thandy Newton. Mm. Thandy Newton is hot. so hot. This is Gigolo so Joe. Beautiful. It's, it's, um, it's Jude Law. It's just Jude Law. Looking extra right. waxy. Looking, mm-hmm. extra yeah. waxy. <laughs> just, yeah. Just put some sheen on the yeah. skin. Mm-hmm. Now you're a robot. No, you're still Jude Law. Still That's kind of how I feel about like Michael Fassbender Me and Prometheus. Too. I'm like, yeah, no. Waxy. I mean, he's implicitly evil in that though. He is absolutely evil, but he can play like some classical piano, which you, uh, immediately I'm like, oh. his programming though. That's what <laughs> I think. I'm like, if I took out his SIM card... And put in the one from my iPhone. (laughs) Amen. You would pick the one that I'm like, I don't think that one's fixable. Like, I I could try. You would plug it in. Yeah. You know. Plug it. Plug it back in. Control, alt, delete. And yeah. Simple. (laughs) Reboot. All right. Okay. Cool. So I'm going to stick with with uh, with David from (laughs) Prometheus. I like that that talked you into it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I could fix it. Oh, yeah, Jesus. exactly. It's actually a an, a better I can fix it than like a human because like a robot. Yeah, you can just maybe like you Except swap out the green wire with the red wire hates or whatever. Humans. That's kind of the thing is like he wants to destroy humans. <laughs> yeah, like the one thing we're most terrified of. <laughs> and you are, by the way. Why? I know I am, but I'm like you can reprogram that though, uh, right? You get it close enough spender. to. And what did you pick, Cassie? Sorry. I got Rick Deckard from uh, Blade Runner. Is that, that's the lead, right? Yeah, that's yes. Tom uh, uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, sorry. I don't know that I think he's a replicant, but I'm I'm willing to go. I'm willing to there's, go this way. There's enough, there's enough question about it. I'm, I'll go with that. I mean, because so. nobody knows for sure that Sean Young is either, because, right, there's like the question about whether she is. Yes, but you have Bo Derek, who definitely is. Definitely is. Ooh. I think Roy Batty is the yeah, name of the other robot. Yeah. yeah, he's the one that has that great speech in the, the rain. Best at the best speech. Oh, rain. The, that yeah. monologue. He's hot in that speech, too. Mm-hmm. He is. Yeah, um, that's a great speech. But okay, all right. And you are going with? Uh, Terminator. Terminator. Mm-hmm. The classic, the original. The Arnold. We've, we've done Deckard before when we did the Harrison Fords. So I feel the same way about him now as I did then. And that is, while Blade Runner is one of my favorite movies, I love that movie. That character, he's, uh, he's, he's he doesn't, doesn't seem like... Um, he's not a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Mm. Rutger Hauer is who plays Roy Batty. Rutger Hauer. Yes. That's who I was thinking. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I'm going to fuck him though. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna do that. Yeah. He's he's got that man needs therapy. Mm-hmm. Like I I I don't want to try and fix that. No. Like that just feels like it feels like a lot of baggage. Yeah. That I really don't want to get involved in. Right. Um. His his relationship with women feels troubled in yeah. a way that his like relationship I don't with everyone like <laughs> yeah the world. You're like, mm. man, yeah, if you've ever been around like somebody that's like that all the time, it's exhausting. Right. It's hot and, and mysterious and intriguing when you see them across the room at a bar. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it is not something I want to engage in long term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can sustain a 45 minute physical mm-hmm. uh, yes. encounter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But more than that. it And it you shouldn't old. expect more than that because. He also doesn't really want to give you more than that. Right. Like, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm Wait, going T2 to. T2 is when Arnold's <laughs> the good guy, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah but you kind of got to take him for like all of it. If yeah. you're going to go with that character, I guess. Um, awful. It's terrible. This is awful. This is not good. It's bad in every way. I have such a deep fear of AI and robots that I have to kill David. You got to kill David before he kills you because yeah. he will kill you, Christina. Oh, I've got a plan. Oh, I, no. Yeah, I, I definitely, I I know what I'm doing. I have oh, a man. photo for picked it. out for your obit. I, I, look, no, but here's the thing. If Christina, I'm sorry. If you end up with David, we're going to also, unfortunately, have to cut you out because yeah. if he takes you out, he's taking us all That's out. right. That's, no, <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, my plans, my plans with him are not, not good. Not long term. Okay. Well, 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 okay. We'll, we'll oh, so I'm going to kill David. <laughs> I'm going to marry the Terminator. I'm going to marry the You're Terminator. You're going to marry the Terminator. Um, I, feel, I feel like, unfortunately, it is the only option for me. Better I keep s- an eye on the nanny. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Okay, yeah. I- <laughs> I'm going to marry, I'm going to marry him, though. I'm going to marry the Terminator. I feel like... He's a good father figure. I'm trying to grasp against straws. We really are. Is there a a suitable marital no, partner in no. any of these? There There's is not. Really not. But at least like of like he's he's trying to protect. Sure. He protect he can It's almost like being married to like a Rottweiler at that point. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that's kind of what the energy it's giving me. Uh, yeah. He knows any furlong. And 12-year-old me would never forgive myself if I didn't at least try to take a chance. (laughs) Gotta get get in proximity. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, look, it's not a great option, but I do feel like looking at these three options. the other two. It's the only option that I have. So there you go. (laughs) I I think I'm going to switch it up a little bit because I actually am going to marry Deckard. Deckard. Yeah. Uh, It's dark and mysterious. Maybe they just need to go on vacation. Do you think he's sad because he's like seasonally depressed? Oh my God, it's dark all the fucking time. Yeah. And it seems to always be (laughs) raining. Like, honestly, he just needs to get out a little bit. Yeah. Would you think he'd be like that in Jamaica? Did you see the extended version with the unicorn and the the open field and green plants? I mean, he's... He seems to come alive. Yeah. Maybe you just need to get that man out in nature. That's right. He's just not a city person. He's... Clearly is not. He just he's been through a lot. Yeah, sounds like we're making up a lot of excuses for this man. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck the bars Terminator. in hell. <laughs> yeah, the bar is in hell. 
I am going to fuck the Terminator. Mm -hmm. Strong. Um, Honestly, just because the other option seems impossible. Um, (laughs) From what I know about this, David sounds like he is uh, not safe. I'm not safe around him. No. No. And no one is. And I don't like that. I want to I want to protect not just myself, but my friends, my yeah. family. It's considerate. Thank yeah. you. Well, and that's why I've got to marry David. Because oh, I want to protect. I don't want friends. I don't. I need to protect my friends and family. And so I am going to, if I can't reprogram him, which I think I'm you tech cannot. savvy. Christina. Christina. And like future me, I feel like will be even more tech savvy. Like if something in my computer gets a little hanky, like I know how to fix that. Yeah. So I'm have like, you read Eric have to fix some things for you. <laughs> you just call Eric and be like, I have to marry this guy for you. I don't think, but I can, also might need your tech skills. I don't think you can call it on text on David. David. <laughs> well, I'm going to try. And also it's, it's fast. He's oh my hot. Gosh. Okay. Yeah. But so, yeah, dick no, I'm not- doing it. I'm doing it for the world. If she would lose I millions love, for if a dick. I love him so much that maybe you it cannot, would change his mind about humans. You cannot what? love the hatred for humans out of David. <laughs> you can't fuck it out of him, Christina. Oh, but oh. I'm going to try. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to have to have an intervention. I know. <laughs> and then actually, that's what we invited you here for. If you grab, grab that piece of paper out, Keegan, Can real quick. Here? Shut, Shut the, door, the door, please. please. I wrote we you wrote a letter. <laughs> we wrote just this letter. You hurt us with the choices you make. <laughs> You hurt your friends. <laughs> you don't love yourself enough to not date somebody who will kill you. <laughs> oh my God. What is this whole podcast if not that? Oh uh, and then I am going to, um, I'm going to take Decker on vacation. Yeah. We're, we're going to have a nice little like fuck fest, maybe like a cruise or something yeah. like, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just think some sunshine, some fresh air, yeah, might cheer him up a little get bit. That, get that duster off him. Put yeah. him in a Hawaiian shirt. Fixes everything. <laughs> get him a pina colada. <laughs> yeah, you think he's still gonna have that attitude while he's slipping a fucking pina colada yeah. in the middle of the good ocean? Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. And I feel I feel good about ending. Well, we're not quite to the end of of 2021 yet, oh, but uh, just yeah. we've learned nothing in the years <sighs> we've done this podcast. It really feels like. Mm. Yeah. Have we grown? Have we? <laughs> Have we? <laughs> oh, oh my god! Never grow up. It's a trap. Yeah, we should. Uh, we should take five. Yes, <laughs> get ourselves back together. Oh my god! Yes, we'll take five and we'll come right back with stories. And we're back. Okay, so I'm gonna start us off with stories because I have the tainted love this week. I apologize in advance for how short this is, uh, but I read it and it made me laugh. So amazing. <laughs> We were hanging out in my backyard, and we ended up kissing. I was delighted. Then he pulled out a hand-rolled cigarette that looked really dirty. Ooh. I asked him about it, and he said it was possum poo that he had found on a tree. What? <laughs> what? He wanted, what? He wanted to see what happened if he smoked it. He'd been smoking before we kissed as well. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is this how everything in the modern world has been invented? Because somebody was like, well, fuck it. Let me just check this out. Oh, my God. I First of all, he found it. How do you know it was it awesome poop? And was like, this is a good idea. Then he smoked it, put it out, 
put it back in his pocket oh. for later. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Sir, I did not agree oh. to be part of this oh. experiment no. to see what happens when you ingest possum feces. Like, no. no. You guys. No. So he'd been smoking before we kissed as well. So I'd been in close contact with secondary oh. possum feces. <laughs> that sounds like I, a disease. I still want to wash my mouth out when that memory surfaces. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's some kind of disease Wait, for sure. Fucking what? So bold fucking again. what? Once again. Fucking what is no. wrong? What? Once again, I am here asking you to raise the bar. Please. <laughs> From hell. <laughs> From hell. It is... Just astounding. Again, you just met this person and you're like, I feel safe with you. I'm never getting divorced from my husband. <laughs> no. Ever. No. Ever. You can work it out. Believe me. <laughs> yeah. Whatever happens, you it, can you can work on it. We'll work it. it it's <laughs> fine. It's, it's Honestly, it's fine. <laughs> it, it really Imagine is. someone I, sticking their tongue no, in No. Dude, we just had Taco Bell. I, in fact, I want to call Chris right now and tell him about this. But these, like, these are humans that exist in the world. You just text him with no context. You're just like, hey, I love, I love you. you. <laughs> so much. He'll be like, are you drinking wine? <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that was awful. This mm. one is um, a silly little roller coaster ride that I found. It says, I'm going to preface this with, this is about 10 years ago. Using plenty of fish mm. and OK Cupid. Mm -hmm. I am married the now. The two worst ones. To a different woman. <laughs> so. <laughs> I was getting frustrated with online dating, almost blase, due to being on it for a few years with mixed luck. As someone who is relatively introverted, I also find it hard to approach women in a public scenario, and my field of work is generally all men. This leaves me annoyed at dating sites, yet reliant on them. My profile became like a joke. I made a fake profile with my mm. pictures, though, hopefully garnering a laugh. Oh. Some of the jokes were pretty dark, hopefully Ugh. to give an idea of my sense of humor at the oh, time. I honey, he's, I really feel like he's misguided yeah. about how yeah. this should work. This cute blonde girl messaged me and was really straightforward. She basically in a roundabout way said, hey, let's just meet up and see if this works. I don't really want to chat on here for weeks and weeks. And people are different in person. God bless her. She's like, yeah. I've been doing this for a minute. I've yeah. been out here for a minute. I've been out here for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Which I agreed to. Um, and I set aside my own personal rule to chat for a couple of weeks before meeting. We met at my house. And my medium-sized chocolate lab mix likes to lean on people when she greets them. Oh, as opposed her. to jumping on people. I love oh, that's her. like so I love sweet. Her. I love when her. the dog comes Let up. Let her and lean on me. Come lean when on a dog me. leans their Ooh. weight on you, a big dog. <laughs> oh, that's the cutest. Oh, to <gasps> give them and chocolate labs. So my dog went to lean on the girl. Oh. And she swatted at her nope. to get her way. Mm -hmm. Like gave her a quick smack no. to the face. Immediately no. Get Immediately the fuck no. out my house. Get out. Get the fuck out my we're house. We're done. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. If you hit my fucking dog. Uh, we're done. You're lucky I don't hit you. Get the fuck get out. out of my house. That's. Uh, it's, so not full force, but enough to hurt. <gasps> I still regret it to this day, not telling her to leave right there. Yeah. And, and she goes. So hold on, hold on. Enough to hurt. So it's Enough not even like dogs. it's not even like a a swat, which no, is just kind of like smacked uh, the dog, <gasps> like fucking like Steve I, Zizu. Yeah, yeah. Like I I don't like that murder. She goes, I don't like dogs. 
So I put my dog That's inside the and we flags. go to leave. Immediately here, I knew it probably going wasn't going to work. I love dogs. Yeah, no, it won't. It will it work. Won't. It, it ain't won't gonna work. It ain't. That's you that- can't have that bitch in your house ever again. <laughs> we're not talking about your female chocolate lab. No, exactly. she's precious. The plan was dinner and a movie, but she didn't want it to be a quote unquote fancy dinner. On the road, I asked, what would you like to eat? Without skipping a beat, this girl exclaims as though she had been expecting me to ask the question, Arby's. Oh, sure. Oh, okay. uh, fine. They have not, the meats. I'm not a big fan of Arby's, but if it's what she wants, what so, <laughs> so, she's been waiting Arby's. to get that Arby's in. She wants that Jamocha shake. <laughs> I want roast, beef roast beef and cheese, yeah. Give me yeah. that beef and cheddar. <laughs> oh, my God. They got the curly fries. I mean, those curly fries, though, they are good. Mm. I'm not a big fan of Arby's, but if that's what she wants, we'll get it. She orders legitimately over $20 worth of food. Oh, shit. Which was a lot back then. Well, And it's a lot at Arby's. Arby's. Like, so- everything at Arby's is like $2. How? How? Their roast beef comes in a bag. <laughs> it's not that expensive. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just... Arby's on a date. I don't know why I think it's so funny. How are you going to eat <laughs> fucking roast beef let's, with horsey sauce let's on it? make out after <laughs> that. I know. Exactly. It's like the least sexy. I don't know. Like, it dude, might. It's not possum poop. It's not possum poop. <laughs> no. It is a step up. I mean. Arby's. Not possum poop. <laughs> why aren't they sponsoring us? Oh my god! <laughs> Ooh, we're not okay. We really gotta, <sighs> ladies. Okay, okay, okay. Ooh, <laughs> okay, it ends up being like two full combos and a j- shake. I told you, Jamoka shake, because she couldn't choose what she wanted when we got to the window. Oh she ends up eating half of one of the combos and then throws the rest away. Oh, why did I spend money on you? Like, why? Which annoyed me because she was just uh, randomly wasting dog. an insane amount of food <laughs> while we were eating. I was trying to get to know her a bit, break the ice with some jokes, which got nothing. Wait, uh, okay, oh. I don't know what's worse. Are you are you sitting in your car eating Arby's or did you they actually go drive and through. sit down? No, they said drive through. So they're sitting in the car. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Like, I don't know which is worse because yeah. sitting inside at a fast food place oh. is so depressing. Right. But on a date, eating off of your lap, it's, there's just like Arby sauce dripping onto the foil. And the like, smell mm. in that so- small, tight space is just like the least sexy thing And ever. you can't look at each other because you're no. <laughs> sitting next to each other. Like, everything about this is so sad. Oh. Yeah. Everything I asked her resulted in one-word responses or just made it hard to continue conversation. As we were leaving, she then makes a racist comment about the number of black people working at the Arby's. At this point, why do you feel safe? These strangers, all of these, there's a common theme here of just people feeling really comfortable, like way too fast. Yeah. Well, I mean, better to fucking get it out now. I, I mean, there is well, part I think of I me learned that's enough like, with the dog. Safe. I don't need you to also be racist on top of it. <laughs> exactly. That's fine. Now we're just like putting icing on a shit cake. So, 
Arby's. Awesome Arby's. Shit. Arby's icing on a shit cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. How are we not in advertising? I know, right? I've never actually abandoned a date before. Plus, I was her ride. So I continued and went to the theater. No. I sat in my seat basically as far as I could from this girl. Never looked over at her, even when I could tell in my peripheral she was trying to get eye contact. We finished the movie and we're in my car on the way back home. And she says, that was fun. I can't wait for a second date. Oh, Mm-mm. no, ma'am. And I go, probably not. I admit At least this straightforward. <laughs> this was a, probably a bad time and place and too brash. She goes, did I do something wrong? Uh, honey. I go, we just don't match. We should have messaged for a bit before we went on a date and this wouldn't have happened. <gasps> Which is true. But after I said this, she just had a complete meltdown. She started crying, not Sorry. just a normal cry, a really guttural cry. This is me giving no fucking fucks, you fucking racist piece of shit. Go fall out of my car right now. Yeah. Couldn't she, give a shit. She cry yelled about how she had just gotten out of a long-term relationship. Not my problem. And her boyfriend had dumped her. Dating is hard because she isn't used to it. And she picked me because I look like her ex-boyfriend. Oh, Whoa, great. Even Whoa. better. And a lot of stuff about how she still really isn't over him. I tried to console her and give her my perspective, maybe offer help, but she just brushed off everything I would say is ignorant because I'm a man and it's different for men. Okay. Anyways, I got home. She got in her car and left and never heard from her again. Wow. Woo. That was a journey. I tell you, it was a roller coaster. But Yikes. Yikes. Arby's. <laughs> not a place for a first date. Arby's. What did you say? Not, <laughs> not, not possible. <laughs> Oh, oh god my chest hurts from laughing uh, where are we going now Cass? <laughs> sorry I'm just nowhere where can we go after that all right <clears throat> mine's not very long but it is i think it's super funny <laughs> keegan needs to reboot I, again. I, just, I, I feel like that like chrissy teague gif where she's just like ah. <laughs> yeah. yeah just the just, teeth all of the all of the energy has just been zapped from my body yeah and mm. that we want we're only two stories in mm-hmm. all right <laughs> well this one won't make you feel that way <sighs> i don't know why i think it's so funny all right i went i went on a date with a 30 year old man and the only hobby he had was quote doing wheelies on my bike <laughs> oh so of course. Wait. It's uh, all you could talk about. So of course. Are we talking Did about a bicycle? 30-year-old man? Mm-hmm. Okay. His only hobby was, quote, doing wheelies on my bike. Like a motorcycle or like a bicycle? So of course, Not I assume he means like is good. he likes to ride. But no, apparently it means only wheelies. I have a mental image of him pushing a bike <laughs> about the city. Getting in a wheelie here and there. <laughs> All I can think of is that Batman guy that we saw that one time on the motorcycle. <laughs> Longest hour of my life, dude literally couldn't come up with anything else he was into. So we just discussed our meal. Can you imagine? Like, that's just your thing. Like, what do you like to do? I like to do wheelies. I mean, and also know thyself, I guess. Like, that's fine if that's like your thing, but that's the only thing. That's it. Yeah. You don't have anything else you could just, talk about. Can you imagine this guy is just like wheelies? I'm like 30 years old. Exclusively wheelies. 12 years old. You, maybe. Oh, my gosh. 30 that, year old. There's got to be other things going on in your life, my nope. dude. 
Like I love doing. You got a job? On, What's your family on, like? Wheelies on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, and yes, bicycle, not motorcycle. Wow. I mean, yoinks. Okay. <laughs> just imagine this like thirty-year-old man just wheeling down the road. Oh like, my god! Like, Especially like Los Angeles. I don't know why I think it's so funny to me? I'm just like you're a grown ass doll, and you're. <laughs> Oh presumably you have like bills to pay and responsibilities and shit like and, yeah it doesn't doesn't seem to vibe with the wheelies yeah and what's the angle is there an angle just for the pure joy of doing right. the wheelie is there olympics of wheelies or yeah. Yeah. i i actually don't know i am not immersed in the wheelie subculture in wheelie culture, yeah. Yeah. Wheelie culture. <laughs> like, perhaps it's way more involved than we're we're giving them credit maybe, for. If you know, but, let us know, listeners. Yeah, write in. Yeah, if yeah maybe I'm laughing and they're like, no, actually, it's, it's a really a yeah. serious sport, <laughs> wheeling. Uh, well, I, yeah, I don't know. We just offended. Maybe. Maybe, yeah, so we made a really bad are, review. We're not, we're not going to get, you know, an X Games sponsorship now or whatever. Add them to the list, them and Arby's. Yep. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So... I had a hard time deciding what to do for my tainted love this week. I didn't want to go like, I feel like last time I went so hard that I was like, this time I'm yeah. going to, you know, I didn't want to. Phone it in. <laughs> I just didn't want to go like that hard. Oh, right? yeah, like yeah, I didn't yeah. want to do a heavy hitter. Yeah. But this one is still interesting and it is a pretty well-known case. So you may have, you may have heard of this one. Okay. Um, but I got my information from, and all that's interesting article, a Broward Palm Beach news. Oh, like, God. We're going to local Florida. News. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I hear Broward, Broward yep. County. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's also a, like, there was an episode I watched, like, a long time ago on, I think it was Oxygen, a show on Oxygen. And then there's also a Dateline on this. Mm. And then I watched uh, Kendall Ray, who does true crime on YouTube. She has an episode on this. So I also watched her episode for this. So I'm going to be talking about... Dahlia and Michael DiPolito. Hmm. Ah. Okay. Yeah. So Dahlia Mohammed was born on October 18th, 1982, Scorpio, <laughs> in New York City. Uh, the family relocated to Boynton Beach, Florida, when she was 13. After high school, while working to get her real estate license, Dahlia began working as an escort. And Dahlia was half Egyptian and half Peruvian. She was very pretty. Um, And she was very successful as an escort. While she was working as an escort, she met Michael DiPolito in 2008. He was smitten with her immediately, so much so that he divorced his wife in order to marry her, which he did on February 2nd, 2009, only five days after his divorce was finalized. He was like, oh, shit. Wow. Immediately. Michael and Dahlia's relationship did seem to be pretty superficial. It was very centered on sex and looks. Uh, If you look at Michael, while he's not a bad looking guy, he's definitely got like big Jersey Shore energy. Okay. Right. Um, The TV show, not necessarily the place, not trying to insult all of the Jersey Shore. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But the TV show, you know, Jim Tan Laundry energy. Um, They both spent a lot of time in the gym and they both had a big fascination with and interest in reality TV. Like a lot of the people around them Mm -hmm. were like, they're like gunning to get on reality TV, Mm -hmm. right? Ooh, that is a special type of personality, man. It Mm. is, certainly. Uh, Mike had a bit of a checkered past. He ran in some bad circles, had gotten involved with organized crime and drugs, and had been selling illegal steroids out of his vehicle at one point. 
So years before meeting Dahlia, he had actually spent some time in prison on stock fraud charges and was on probation at the time of their marriage. So he'd been on probation for a few years. Despite all of this, he really seemed focused on getting his life back on track, and he'd been flying pretty straight for some time. But almost immediately after marrying Dahlia, he started having run-ins with the law again. So about a month after they got married, a probation officer showed up at their house. And this wasn't unusual for Michael. He'd had been on probation, like I said, for years now, and sometimes officers made surprise visits. But what was unusual was that they asked if they could search the home. And he agreed. The officer searched the home, didn't find anything, and left. And it was weird, but he was like, you know, random searches happen, I guess, and just kind of brush it off. A short time after that, police pulled Michael over, and they tell him that they had gotten an anonymous tip that he was selling drugs out of his car. So they asked him if he would step out while they searched the vehicle. He did. Again, they didn't find anything. At this point, he's starting to get a little suspicious. He's like, why is this sort of thing happening now? Like all of a sudden out of the blue, he started to get a little bit paranoid. Like, is someone out to get me? Could it be a connection from somewhere or from someone that I knew back in the day when I was involved with organized crime? Like, is it someone trying to Mm -hmm. get revenge for something? Yeah. Yeah. So a little bit more time passes. And one evening he was pulled over by police after taking Dahlia to dinner. Again, they say they've gotten an anonymous tip and they need to search the vehicle. And when they do, this time, they find cocaine in a cigarette pack tucked up under his spare tire. What? Michael is so adamant that the drugs are not his and he doesn't know how that how they got there that he's able to convince them that he had nothing to do with it. Like, they believe him. They're yeah. like, okay. So they confiscate the um, cocaine and they let him off with a warning. Which feels a little weird. That does feel yeah, right? very weird. He must have been, you know, like that's that's actually he's very lucky that cops yeah. leave him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, not a common thing. No. And he's on probation. Yeah, yeah. so exactly like, for this kind of thing. You yeah, know, absolutely yeah. could have gone to jail for that. So at this point, Michael is beyond paranoid. He is absolutely convinced that someone is out to get him and they're trying to get him thrown back into jail. Oh, I mean, somebody yeah. is. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's for sure happening. <laughs> that is exactly, you're not paranoid, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, you're sniffing out truth. Yes. Yes. <laughs> He's so concerned that he might end up back in prison that by the end of July 2009, he's agreed to transfer the title of his house to Dahlia to protect his assets in Hmm. case he gets arrested. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So around this time, Dahlia meets up with an ex-boyfriend named Mohammed Shihadi, and she told Mohammed that she had gotten married too quickly, that she didn't know Michael, and that he had become abusive, and she said that he was tied up with mob, mob activity and she was concerned about her safety. So he urges her to go to the police, but she refuses to go. So Mohammed continues to see Dahlia and he starts learning things about her relationship with her husband. According to Mohammed, Dahlia had, quote unquote, lost, read, spent, I'm sure, mm-hmm. $200,000 wow. of her new husband's money and was scared of what he would do to her. Eventually, she worked her way up to asking him if he would kill her husband for her. 
Of course, Mohammed is really taken aback by this. According to him, they weren't even that close. Like they had seen each other back in the day. He didn't even call it dating. He was like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say we we dated. Right, right. I know, yeah. I know her. Yeah. <laughs> I know her. But I know I don't her. Know her. I know yeah. her in the biblical sense. But I don't, I don't know, know, her. know her. You know? Um, yeah. So they dated for or they'd seen each other for a little while before she'd moved to California years ago and they'd only just reconnected after she'd gotten back to Florida. And so he's like, absolutely the fuck not. Like, I'm not going to kill your husband. Is is he the guy that works at the car dealership? I'm not sure. I, I feel like this is an oxygen show that mm-hmm. that I saw, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. I I don't know exactly what it is because okay. I, I didn't rewatch that oxygen okay episode. I'd seen it in the past, right? I know why you didn't say the title of the oxygen. Show, yes, it gives yes, it away. yes, it does. So she pleads with him and says that if he can't do it, does he know someone who will? Because otherwise, she's going to have to do it herself. She's like, well, if you don't do it, I'm going to have to do it myself. And then asks if she could give him some money for him to buy a gun for her. And she'll do it. Right. So Mohammed at this point says that they argued and he became really angry and he told her to, like, get out of his car. And once she did, he drove straight to the police. Yeah, he did. Immediately. Mm -hmm. So the police were skeptical at first, but Mohammed was adamant. He told the police that she was serious about getting this done. So they decided to investigate further. As luck would have it, the TV show Cops mm-hmm. was working with the Boynton Beach police that week and their producers, you know, those producers' ears perked up immediately. They were like blood in the water, Dear right? Mm-hmm. So they worked out a deal with the Boynton Beach police um, to film everything. So they told Mohammed, they were like, we're going to put some hidden cameras and microphones in your car meet back up with Dahlia and like tell her that you found somebody who will kill her husband, say that you've like thought it over and you're like willing to help her out, right? So on July 30th, 2009, he meets Dahlia in a gas station parking lot. And during the recorded conversation, Dahlia is very straightforward. And all of this, everything I'm about to say from here on out, there is video evidence of mm-hmm. it all. Like yeah. it's not just audio. Like you can yeah. watch her. her do it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. So she says. So brilliant. <laughs> mm-hmm. She says she can't get a divorce because Michael and his organized crime buddies would come after her. So she gives Mohammed um, $1,200 as a down payment to give his connect to purchase a gun. So when um, he asks if anyone would suspect her of murdering Michael, like maybe his mom, like somebody, she, she answers, quote, why me? Like, do you know what fucking killing someone is? No one is going to be able to point a finger at me. Like She's basically this like, look at me. Duh. Illusion. Yeah. Right. Oh, beyond. truly. Beyond. She truly is. Um, and then right after she says that, she is like, hey, why? she gave Mohammed a picture of Michael mm-hmm. to give to the hitman. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wipe my fingerprints off that fucking picture. <laughs> like everything about this interaction is so clearly like, mm-hmm. I want you to kill my husband. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it's uh, the most mm-hmm. obvious. Mm-hmm. So Mohammed is like, cool, cool, cool. I'll set you up to meet this guy and you two can work out the details. So he sets Dahlia up to meet this hitman who was actually an undercover narcotics officer. <laughs> and you can hear him talk on the Dateline episode. And he just seems like the coolest motherfucker around. Yeah. Like he's just like <laughs> so cool and chill. And when you watch the videos of him interacting with her, 
He's like, a gr- if he was not an undercover narcotics officer, I'm like, you should pursue an acting career. Yeah, like, it's so fucking believable. Yeah. So police had decided that she would meet up with the hitman and that they should record it as well in order to further solidify her intent. So mm-hmm. they wanted to get just as much. I mean, I'm sure also the cops producers were like, get it all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This yeah. is amazing. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> we'll pay for it. Yeah. But also it was, you know, it's not enough that she had this conversation with somebody who she was friends with, friendly with, had a relationship with, because they were afraid she'd be able to argue that she wasn't serious. Yeah. So they were like, we need more. Even though you've already given him money, you've given him a picture, it's very clear that this is what you want. We need it. You know, we need more. So uh, they, um, blah, blah, blah. So she meets up with this undercover officer, Witty Jean. And they meet in his convertible in a parking lot on August 1st. During the meeting, he says to her that if she wants to change her mind, she needs to do it now because she won't have the opportunity later. And she says, without hesitation, there's no changing. I'm determined already. I'm positive. I'm like 5,000% sure. Just digging that gray. (laughs) Yep. Now, Dahlia did... this This is one of the most like... The gall, the fucking gall. Mm-hmm. She didn't have the amount of money that they'd agreed on for a fucking hit job. Wow. So she gives him $7,000 and then says that the hitman should get Mike as he's coming out of the bank because he will be sure to have a lot of money on him and he can take that money as payment. Wow. wow. So your your husband's going to pay for his own Wow. hit. Wow. Cool. So he tells her in order to establish an alibi, she should be at the gym on August 5th in the morning, and that is when the murder will be carried out. So she agrees, and the two part ways. So on the morning of August 5th, Dahlia goes to the gym a little after 6 a.m. Police monitor her leaving the house, and then they go to the house, they knock on the door, and they talk to Michael, who at this point has no idea what's going on. So cameras capture the moment he's told that his wife has hired someone to kill him and he needs to go with them immediately. Dude, wow. Can you imagine? The feeling that you must have, like, I mean, because he even thought somebody was trying to set me up, someone's trying to frame me. Yeah. And she didn't even come into his head, like, at all as a suspect. Oh, my God. Awful. And it's almost like he's in shock, too, because, like, You would think like what your reaction would be when you're being told that. And he did like sit down and you could see that the wheels were turning a little bit. But then like when he was getting ready to leave, the the police officer was like, hey, um, can I have your key? Because I want to relock your house. So that looks like, you know, everything's on the up and up and whatever. And he's like, sure, sure. But like, that's my only key. Like, could you make sure I get that back? Like, it's just having a normal conversation. Yeah. 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 Wow. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, it's you'll get so that interesting. Um, so they take him to the police station and show him all of the undercover footage of Dahlia hiring someone Ooh. to have him murdered. Investigators asked him if he felt like anything was off with Dahlia during their marriage, and he says that he felt like something wasn't quite right about a month and a half in. Around the same time, the money started drying up because of Dahlia's excessive spending habits. So he reiterates to the cops that, like, yeah, she burned through. I mean within a month and a half of their marriage, had burned through like $200,000. Uh, oh my gosh. Excessive like spending. No, it's it's the same thing I get when I watch Hoarders and they're like, I spent $100,000 and I'm looking around and all I can see is like a Trash. VHS yeah. tape and like just papers. I'm like, 
I don't see a hundred thousand dollars here. Some people, uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Um, and he's also he does tell the police like, yeah, all this weird stuff started happening, and there were all these anonymous tips that I was dealing drugs and shit, and there was cocaine planted on my vehicle. He also describes how one time when Dahlia came home with Starbucks for him, he fell ill after drinking it. So he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, looking back, there were signs. Wow. <laughs> you know, yeah. that like maybe something wasn't quite right. I just don't think that that's like a normal thing that you think would yeah. happen to you. You right. know what I mean? I feel like if I got sick after a Starbucks, I would not think anything other than, oh, that just didn't settle well. Yes. Yeah. You wouldn't think Chris is yeah. trying to poison you. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, then I start looking back. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. And obviously he didn't think that it was her because he wouldn't have he wouldn't have signed over like the deed to his house and stuff. Right. Like yeah. if he had suspected her. Like of why course. would he have, right. you know? In the meantime, Dahlia receives a phone call around six forty at the gym. It's the police and they tell her that something has happened and she needs to get home as soon as possible. When she arrives to the house, everything has been cordoned off with yellow tape. There are several police cars blocking the street and a forensic photographer was documenting evidence. So it all looks very, very up and up. Up and up, yeah. When da- This is, yeah, man, yeah. this clip. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I can't say. I, the the clip of tears. this one, the fake. Oh. It is, when you There's know. There's only one better clip and you're not there yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, but when you know that this is bullshit, like, uh, kudos to the police officer for being able to, like, keep it together. Right. Because not. she. The audacity she is for her so, to be so, quote, upset. Yes. Oh. Yes. So uh, she's told that someone has killed her husband. Upon hearing the news, she is hysterical she starts sobbing in the officer's arms she's shaking she's hyperventilating she's screaming no 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 and asking if they'll take her to see her husband like it is so it but you know even from a distance it doesn't look like tears like it looks like it looks like overacting Yeah. yeah yeah you know And, you know, he's comforting her, the officer. He's very gentle with her. And then he asks if they can take her to the police station to see if she can help identify a suspect who has been seen running from the property after the murder. So you can watch this whole thing uh, again because the cops crew capture it. So they take Dahlia to an interview room and start asking her if anyone would want to hurt her husband. And she says that some strange things have been happening lately and says that Michael had been concerned that someone was out to get him. So I don't know. Maybe that had something to do with it. Mob ties. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the police then have a handcuffed man, Witty Jean, brought into the interrogation room They say this is the man they suspect of having murdered Mike. They ask Dahlia if she recognizes him, and she says she doesn't. Obviously, she does know him. Uh, (laughs) And her reaction here is really interesting. You can't really see her face, but I imagine that had to be a scary moment for her because Mm -hmm. she didn't anticipate her hitman getting picked up by police immediately. Getting caught, right. And she knows that he knows that she hired him, and all he has to do is talk. Yeah. Right. And so the police ask him, like, do you know her? And he says no. And she says she doesn't know him. So she's, she's like, like Whoo, what a relief. Yeah. But I mean, I wouldn't count on somebody Mm-mm. keeping their mouth shut, you know? Right. Uh, as soon as the suspect leaves the room, the police decide it's time to drop the bomb on Dahlia. The man <laughs> who just left was an undercover officer. They filmed everything that she said to him and every interaction they had had. And the whole thing was a setup. 
They tell her that she will not be leaving custody today. She's being arrested for solicitation of murder in the first degree. And then this is some of the most upsetting shit because she immediately starts being like, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Like, uh, and the officer yeah. is basically, he doesn't say these words, but he's like, do I look fucking stupid right. to you? Right. I know. I, I, I know. would not be able to like hold, hold it, together. it together. No. And like, Absolutely what, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, he, we he's have like, you on film. And that's what he says. He says, did you hear what I just said? Yeah. We have you on like we have recordings Video. Of did, you. I, did you see me say that that guy was an undercover officer uh-huh yeah and she starts crying and says that she hasn't done anything and when the officer's like your husband is alive and well dahlia doesn't miss a beat she's like oh thank god mm-hmm. and the officer you can kind of hear it. he's like oh thank god <laughs> <laughs> like that's kind of like what he sounds like he's like really okay. um he's, you can hear him mm. rolling his eyes truly so as Dahlia is getting handcuffed, and this is what Cassie is like yes, squirming in her seat for, as she's getting handcuffed, they decide to bring Michael into yeah, the room. Oh. Yeah, they do. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they do. when she sees Ooh. him, her voice goes up like two yes. octaves. Easy. And she is trying so oh. hard to like, like snare him uh-huh. in. She's like, oh my God, come here, please. Michael, come here. Come here to me. <laughs> come to me. Come here. Oh my God. Oh. It sounds just like that too. Yes. Oh, it's so- and she, and it's so annoying too, because it also sounds like a command. Yeah. 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 Which is like, bitch, what? <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> to demand anything of me right now. I cannot believe it. And Michael is just like, hell nah. No. Hell nah. Yeah. It's so insane that she thinks she can talk her way out of this situation. She like, is the level of delusion here it, is astounding. 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 Like there has to be something not firing right. Oof. Like for her to think that she's had some pretty privilege too this long is, as this, this is somebody is. that has never had to really deal with consequences. Severe consequences. consequences yeah. Of her actions. Never played consequences. Yeah. Never played them. So they take her her to jail. Yeah. They take her to jail. And while in jail, um, her first phone call is to Mike. And even then, she is trying to gaslight him Mm -hmm. into believing that what he saw with his own eyes Uh and heard with his own ears wasn't true. No. Like, she's literally telling him what they're saying. It's not possible. It's not true. And he's like, I heard it. I I saw saw it. it. (laughs) He's like yelling at her through the phone. Yeah. Yeah, wild like, ass shit man I saw it like how can you explain it and she's like I don't know but it's I'm telling you I'm giving you my word it's not my true. word oh gosh well since it's your honey, word honey um so obviously he doesn't buy it and when he refuses to get her a lawyer she berates him <laughs> for refusing to get her a lawyer and it's he said bananas. bitch you're not having another cent of my money no. and another second of my time Mm-mm. no in any case, uh, she does find herself a lawyer, and when they go to trial, her defense team decided that their strategy will be that Michael was in on the whole thing. Okay. That it was all a big stunt for them to get on, on reality, reality TV. TV. Yes, I forgot about that. And they were uh, trying to basically do the like 2009 version of going viral, like by doing this ma- like elaborate stunt. Of course, this is a terrible defense strategy. Yeah. yeah. Michael for one, was like, nah. And he's like, I didn't call the cops on myself months in advance. I didn't plant cocaine in my own car. Yeah. Right. You know, and that they didn't know that the cops crew was even in town. So yeah. like, how would they have known that this would pan out like this? Like, it, it just, 
It doesn't make sense. So the jury is also having none of it. And Dahlia is sentenced to 20 years in prison. However, Dahlia's, like enough. Well, Dahlia's defense team was able to get the verdict thrown out because they found out that one of the jurors had heard some misinformation about Dahlia during the course of the trial. So it was a mistrial and they threw the whole thing out. Jesus. During the second trial, Dahlia changed her strategy. She tried to argue that the police entrapped her. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was like, that's the obvious go-to yeah. for cases like this. Yeah. It's like, you entrapped me. You convinced me. Like, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, isn't true. She sought it out. Right. Yeah. yeah, which I'm sure is why they had her friend Mohammed go in first. Yeah. Rather than immediately sending in, like, an undercover right, or right. whatever. Um, she tried to argue that the police entrapped her. She was innocent, which I don't know how she thought that that <laughs> would work. We see her say that yeah. she wants him dead. Mm-hmm. She pulled money out and exchanged it. Yeah. yeah. So handed it over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she argued that because this department had a deal with the TV show cops, they were just trying to make good TV. Now, I don't know how, but somehow the jury ended up deadlocked in this trial, <laughs> split completely down the middle. And, it was declared a mistrial. At this point, it had been eight years since Awful. Dahlia had conspired to murder her husband. During that time, she had spent no time behind bars. She was on house arrest the entire time. Wow. Then finally, in the summer of 2017, after her third trial, she was found guilty and convicted of first degree solicitation to commit murder. Dahlia was sentenced to 16 years in prison, but... Because she had already served eight years on house arrest. That's not prison. She's only required to serve half that amount of time. That's not prison. Yeah. That's not prison. That's not prison. It's not. That's not prison. It's not. That's not prison. mm, Yeah. So anyway. Oh, I totally remember this (laughs) story. That's so wild. That whole series on Oxygen was like some of the most riveting television. I can't remember what the show a while ago. Yeah, I can't remember what the show is called, but it is something like it's all about like murder for hire, murder Murder for for hire, hire. and there's so much of that like footage of undercover people and people being like, "I want you to poison my wife." (laughs) You know, you're watching real people trying to get other people to murder like loved ones uh-huh. and it's uh-huh. wild it, it gives me chills yeah. even thinking about it it's, it's scary so knowing that these people are just ooh. among us yeah they're going yep. to starbucks mm-hmm. they're at, they're your, at your gym, gym. Mm-hmm. yep and they're trying to murder their husbands yep oh i'm gonna look at everybody i see from now on i, know. Like, I already do i think that all the time i'm this like, one specifically are you trying to murder your husband yeah. <laughs> you're on a plane you're like which one of you motherfuckers trying to murder your husband uh-huh. i know at least one statistically mm-hmm. One of y'all, especially like especially <laughs> airports these days. Oh Jesus! Goodness, Ugh. people mm-hmm. do not Wilding know out. how to act right anymore. <laughs> no, wow, they sure wow. don't. They have been we, we the human race has been inside their homes too long uh-huh. yeah. to understand that people can see them when they're outside of their homes. We're feral, hundred percent. You, there I, was a woman breastfeeding a sphinx yes. cat on a thank fucking you. airplane. Yes. yes, was told not to. And was like, Proceeded no, I'm to going to. And the, what the fuck is I'm wrong sorry, with you? I'm sorry to bring this up at the end of this episode. However, <laughs> it is one of the most upsetting things I've read in a while. Like, and the account. Imagine uh, being someone. Imagine. Had, I, imagine this chick is in the middle seat. No, the witnesses. No. The witness no. accounts. I the therapy I would I'd be need, like because, camera out, ma'am. 
this woman or this person who was giving this witness account was talking about this woman and they were like I'd start screaming. They were like they had the cat swaddled up like a baby in a blanket. Oh, honey, so that you couldn't tell that it was a, a cat. And then they I'm sorry to say this sentence. They were like, she kept trying to get the cat to latch. Oh my god. And I was like, pardon? That's a real there's that's something that's deep. That's deep. That is deep something going on. But I read something earlier that like the FAA or something has said like like twenty twenty one's not even done yet. There are already more cases of airplane like misbehavior than there is in the entire history of yeah, that. I of, believe this combined. Yeah. So we yeah. do not pay. We do not pay like oof, flight attendants. Enough no. For this. No. Did, there. How much do you need to get paid to repeatedly ask a woman to stop breastfeeding her cat? Oh, honey, we, <sighs> there's not enough money. Uh, there's not. There's not. There's not. I don't. I don't even know how you deal with that. Like that. That. That that attendant must have gone home and just like I used to see them cried. at the at the mirror in their bathroom, just standing like making eye contact with themselves, and it's just like, <laughs> how did we get here? Oh my god, <laughs> how did we get I, here? Oh man, the levels. Yeah, the yeah. levels. Of I mean, and all of it, it. It's it's like there's that which Are is of course hating that has a like there's a like also te- the teeth. I've got two cats. The teeth on cats, like, no. But, I mean, outside, of course, that's obviously, like, one of the most extreme examples. But that's, the, like, <laughs> traumatizing, yeah. too. Yeah. I'm just, like, but I'm just, just the traumatized people, thinking about it. Just the number of people who've been, like, starting fights on planes. Yes. God. Like, just belligerent. This lady punched a fucking flight attendant in her fucking face because she asked her to put her trade table up for landing. <laughs> Not for landing. And that's like not Standard. a new, that's not no. nothing to do with COVID or no. whatever. It's like, that's what you always have to do. Yeah, it's it's wild. Having flown Ooh. like a lot this year and seen it, like people's stress levels are just through the roof. It's almost like, like everyone's just ready to get into a fight. It's really. Everybody's walking around saying, I wish a motherfucker would. Uh, honestly, Cassie, you and I were driving the other day oh. and I thought we were going to see a fight on the road. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, man, I <laughs> listen, there's going to be a lot of traveling that's happening upcoming this holiday season. Take a deep breath. Let go and Oof. let God, please, mm-hmm. because, it, you know, it's just Jesus. Just take go. the wheel Jesus for sure. Wheel. Amen. Ooh, well, wow. What are you watching? Let's, uh, <laughs> I let's have to tell up. you guys. OK, first of all, I hadn't been on Hulu in a while. And I did my walkabouts, which I do every, you know, yeah. once about, you know, I'm like, I'm bored. Let's see, like, what's on I'll this add to my list. So Hulu has a lot of different quirky lifestyle documentaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched a documentary <laughs> called Who Let the Dogs Out? Oh, no. And it is about the song. No. Bahamut. No. <laughs> Who Let the Dogs Who Out? Let the Dogs Out. Y'all. How is there enough information for the entire documentary? documentary? No, no. I don't want a spoiler alert. It is one of the most fascinating things. I cannot watch this. I can't. There can't be more than 20 minutes worth of material (laughs) here. Is there enough content? There is like an hour's worth of content. No. It's it's a big copyright thing. Uh, Just a spoiler alert. But like like all the the hundreds of people that come forward saying that they wrote this song. And it's, it's... riveting and it's like a comedian starting he's like i'm the expert of of this song who let and you're like haha that's funny like the baja man thing yeah but it's actually like a riveting 
journey. Oh my god! Of like who actually there's a who town, actually there's did a let town, them out. Who let them out? There's a town in Michigan that believes an entire town okay. that thinks that they they should have the copyright. It's okay. like it's wild. So wow. There's there's two kids that think that that say that they wrote it like four years previously on a little Caesar's bag at their job. It's, it's how y'all how it is. how is this possible? I'm sorry. It is a great documentary. Uh, so I can't recommend it. It's a it weird enough. song to want to lay Have ownership. Credit. It made a lot of money. It made a lot of money for a year. It still is. For a year it was everywhere. It was I, everywhere. It really was. It made millions you know, of dollars we were real obnoxious in that time period like between that song and just like what's up oh my god everywhere <laughs> where you're just like why what's wrong with us what is what wrong with us wrong with i don't know god. anyways yeah oh so that god. and hoarders is what i've watched <laughs> oh my god oh man i mean mostly i've been watching the same stuff i've been watching which is sopranos and the americans um but I did watch the first episode of the new Great British Bake Off Holiday special, which I just love because nice. it's just like a nice warm hug. And then I watched for the very first time um, the original Parent Trap. Yeah, Aww. I'd never seen it. I'd With only Haley Mills. Yeah, I'd only ever seen the um, I'd only ever seen the Lindsay Lohan version, mm-hmm. which forever and always will live in my heart. It's a very yeah. special place in my heart. But I enjoyed it. I mean, it's an it's an old movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it cute. but it's cute. Yeah, yeah I liked it. Same, same movie. Literally, it's almost exactly the yeah, same. It movie. Literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like frame for frame, frame for frame. Yeah. Very, very, very similar. Well, yeah. that's yeah. what I was telling you guys about. Eight bit Christmas is really similar to Christmas Story. It's Sorry, just eight bit Christmas. Yes, mm-hmm. not ape at Christmas. Yes. No, <laughs> I was like wait, what? <laughs> eight bit. It's basically a Nintendo instead of a BB gun, but it nice. is very, very cute holiday movie. Steve Zahn is a treasure. Oh, I love Always. Steve Zahn. Always. And June Diane Raphael is oh, in it, and she's good too. too. And Neil Patrick Harris. So definitely recommend that one. It's it's a cute, feel-good, really funny. Um, definitely, it's just a, it's a great Christmas movie. So Fun. I would recommend. Nice. Yay. Um, well, I got my booster shot. Oh. And the other day, and I was like, oh, it's perfect. And then I'll have all day Friday. I can just do homework and stuff. And I... When I tell you I couldn't do anything because my whole body hurt from the tip of my hair to the tip of my toenails. I'm so scared. I was like literally like I but the problem was is this and I realized that after the fact is like I didn't drink a bunch of water beforehand like I did with the last one. I didn't take like pre Advil. I didn't like prepare myself as well. Mm-hmm. I just and I'm still like achy today. I'm like I fucked I up. I'm, I did not do this properly. I'm gonna go yeah. but I do feel like I have to schedule my because everybody I know got oh, yeah. like knocked on their ass and so I'm trying to schedule it around like a period of time when I can just kind yeah. of lounge around and I yeah. don't have other stuff to do. So fingers crossed, I'm going to try and go Monday. Well, worth it. Yeah, worth work. it. Yes, being, do it. Being knocked on your ass one day is better than being Absolutely. knocked into the hospital. That's so. right. Well, so because of that, I did spend the entire day in bed um, and I started rewatching Veronica Mars again. And I got to say... So highly recommend it. Yeah. Like I super love the show. I know I've said it on here before, but it is definitely one of those shows that you can just like bingeable. Oh, it's so bingeable. Mm-hmm. It's I so just, good. And I so love well Kristen written. Bell too. Oh yeah, she's, she's great. So Adorable. Great. Yeah, and this is her like 
her favorite thing too. Like she loves this role. She loves this character. And so she really plays the shit out of it too. It's just, it's just so well done. Yeah, I nice. Mean, yeah. So nice. Well, cool. If you guys have shows that we should watch stories, we're still taking those holiday stories. We got a couple weeks left. Go to our one-stop shop of a website. It's myworstdatepodcast.com. And we love you so much. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. Thank you.